content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Are we ready? We are. All right. Let me just make 100% sure that we have everything here. You ready to sing? Do you know the lyrics to your opening theme song? I do. Do you? Yeah. Are there lyrics to the opening theme song? <laughs> I thought you meant... Ready, set, go! And the truth shall set you free! Welcome to One Life Radio. We're going higher. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, the lyrics I want to sing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, let me introduce everybody since we are in studio here at, at the iHeartMedia Studios here at the... Uh, Dallas North Tollway in Spring Valley. Uh, I've got to my <laughs> to my left. I have Dr. Mike McFarland, a PhD in studio. Marie Early and Jerry Caldwell. He's on the a controls. PhD outside of the studio, also. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know, our show today is about finding joy during the holidays, and. So, you know, uh, you know, so let me just say I had a crazy day yesterday. I, I, I rescued two dogs off the streets of Houston, and somebody said to me, really, Bernadette, are you really sure you need some more dogs? <laughs> like, no, I really don't need some more dogs, and you can't save them all, Bernadette. And I said, yeah, but I can save the ones in front of me. And they were starving to death, and there's a lot of them, so... I did what it t- what it took, and I got him back to Dallas. It's a crazy story. I won't go into all of it. Um, but, you know, before I left to go visit my brother yesterday in Houston, I pulled a story about caroling and how it brings us joy and peace and releases dopamine and all kinds of stuff. And so when I'm driving back with these dogs, um, I was trying to just remain calm, and I, I didn't know them. You know, they, um, they had thrown up. Um, during the drive, and so, uh, and and so, anyway, I'm just trying to get to get back to Dallas. So I started. I remembered that little article that I read early that morning about caroling, and so I thought, okay, I'll start singing. So I started singing. If you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. If you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. If you're happy and you know it and you think you want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. And they calm down. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh, you don't have your microphone. <laughs> they can't hear you. Oh, my gosh. We're a mess here this morning. <laughs> Somebody give me a screwdriver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Or a chainsaw. You know so if you're stressed... Finding joy during the holidays. That's what we're talking about today with Dr. Mike McFarland. I'm never stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry's feeling it worse than anybody. Um, you know, he's got two new puppies. He's sleep deprived and uh, engineer uh, overload and all of that. Right, Jerry? Nothing's on fire. Nothing's on fire. That's not what no. you asked, but that's that's the answer I'm willing to give right now. Hans. Yeah. Nothing's on fire. Well, yet. you know. Um, yeah, I was dancing this morning, too. And dancing is so good for to, getting the endorphins flowing. Uh, I was dancing early, rush. early this morning. Like, um, I had put on, uh, what was I, I, I'm trying to think of how I ended up on my phone. Were you doing a TikTok dance? No, no, I was just <laughs> drinking, I was drinking my coffee and staring out the window. I said coffee like I'm from New York. <laughs> coffee, <laughs> have a little coffee, we'll talk. <laughs> Talks amongst yourselves. Oh, I'm a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it, it's kind of sweater weather, 
right? So what a weather. <laughs> that's so, more Bostonian. Yeah, that's that is a little Bostonian. Uh, but I was looking out the window, and there was three birds, and one of them was—they're all beautiful. But you know, cardinals are so attractive. The red one—they're just so pretty. The bright red ones—they're the males, right? I right. think. And I was—I said hi, you know, like through the window, and um, I don't know what I was doing, but on my iPhone, I must have hit my music uh, thing, and songs just started playing. And Star this kind of Ma- sounds like a scene from Snow White. Well, maybe the bird in the window, <laughs> the music playing. <laughs> but um, uh, oh, I know what it was. I was looking um, for the. I, I remember now. I was looking for the lyrics to the song "Imagine" by John Lennon, because after the dog rescue, right, um, and having to defend myself, and uh, which I shouldn't, you know, I told this person, "Oh, if I was a dude and I had like thirty sports cars, that would be cool, right?" But if, if I have 30 dogs, I'm a maniac psychopath or so I'm just a weirdo or whatever. I'm just a crazy person, right? What do you say to that as a doctor of psychology, Dr. Mike? Well, it's an interesting comparison. Yeah, one is collecting right. with a car. The mm-hmm. other one is sort of saving and helping. And I guess kind of collecting, but you don't ever want... You know, none of the people in the animal rescue, um, you know, world, if you will, none of us want all the animals that we have. We just can't almost stop ourselves from, we can't walk away. We can't walk away. And I have to tell you, while I was in Houston trying not to bring these dogs back to Dallas, I called probably 20 organizations and everyone was full Mm -hmm. and, or I got their email. Some of them text me back or called me back, but I called over 20 places and no, and there was no place to bring them. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to cancel my plane ticket. I'm going to rent a car, and I am bringing them back to Dallas. And that's what I did. But I was this morning uh, when I was talking to this person about it, um, and he's like, "You can't save them all, Bernadette." And I'm like, "No, I can't. But I can save the as I said a few minutes ago. I can mm-hmm. save the ones in front of me. Right. If everyone." And then the words imagine, the lyrics to the song imagine came into my mind. And so as I was looking for the lyrics to print them and just kind of read them, um, I love lyrics. I do. And, uh, and that's how I ended up on that. And then that led me to Starman by David Bowie. And then out of nowhere, the song Twist and Shout came on, I guess because it was in that genre mm-hmm. or that era. So I started doing the twist. <laughs> 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 Jerry, you're a dancer. Do you know how to do the twist? What makes you think I'm a dancer? You're a dancer. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a flailer. <laughs> I, th- I think we should bring the twist back. Have you twisted lately? Not lately, no. <laughs> no. We're going to twist again like we did last summer. We're going to twist. Yeah. That's right. Let's do it. Oh, my gosh. The mashed yeah. potato. Do the twist. Yeah. Now but... tell me, baby. Do you like it like this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... And in and in the word in in the song Starman, there's the word radio, and then I start thinking about how many songs have the song have the word radio in them. So Jerry, come on, let's have it. It's improv here. Give me some songs with the word radio in them besides um, uh, on the radio by Donna Summer. I have one. What? I'm on a Mexican radio. radio. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> I love that song. Video uh, killed the radio. Video oh, killed yeah. the radio star. <laughs> Here's another bit of trivia for you. Okay, that okay. was the very first video ever played on MTV. Are you serious? Yeah. It was very fitting. Well, I love radio. Do you love radio? Like I, when you come in studio, Dr. I Mike? Heart I heart radio. I, yeah. Oh, good one. <laughs> love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jerry, did you just call him a cornball? Nope. 
<laughs> I said don't encourage them. Radio is important, though, and communication is important because it brings you joy, right? Absolutely. It brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Caroling brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Singing, being silly, uh, you know, soothing yourself in stressful, stressful situations, which I think is probably, probably going to be part of the topic today. It will be, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I noticed on Saturday that the Christmas music finally hit me. Did it? All right. I've been listening to it since November 1st, but I finally allowed it to hit me on Saturday. You allowed it to. Yeah. And that's the key, mm-hmm. right? Letting yeah. it in. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, imagine this world, what a better place it would be if we all, um, you know, addressed what was in front of us and tried to fix and heal people that are in front of us instead of walking away and saying, well, you can't save them all. And by the way, where I found these dogs... There was a ton of homeless people, too, okay, to go with them. And the one, Laura, Laura was her name, been on the street for eight years, you guys, eight years. In a city like Dallas, uh, not Dallas, it was Houston, and Houston supposedly has done a great job cleaning up their homelessness, but this was in the Trinity Gardens area, which is the in the area which my brother lives in, the home for the uh, disabled that he lives in, the mentally disabled, and... um it was heartbreaking. It was like being in a, it like, I don't even, like out of a movie scene or a, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I, 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 it was just awful. It was like being in a third world country mm-hmm. in the middle of a, this very oil rich city, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how does this happen? How does, how has our society gotten to a place that it's so insanely flawed? Right. And mm-hmm. so I ask everyone listening to just imagine what the world would be like. If we didn't walk away from homeless people and homeless animals, and what a better place it would be. Mm-hmm. So, you ready to go to break, Jer? Sure. All right, let's do it. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, Barricade. We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down, Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them. From mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturers' documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must-read. Now available on Amazon. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body, yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at Enviromedica.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Rudolph. 
Come on, let's sing, you guys. We're going to make everybody happy today. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. And if you ever saw it, what this means is Jerry saying, you would even say it glows. All right, Jerry, go. All of the other reindeer, whoever all of is, used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa's... I forget the words. <laughs> to Rudolph, red-nosed reindeer? Yes! I'm nervous, and I'm tired. my sleigh tonight. Then how the reindeer loved him okay. as they shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in his story. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, let's go to... Backup singer. That's what you were meant to do. Oh my gosh, and I don't have my coffee. I got here so late, the traffic was really bad this morning. Uh, getting here, so uh, so I didn't. I don't have my coffee, so I apologize. I'm a little coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go get you some coffee? No, I'll be good. I'll run during the break like uh, uh, O.J. Simpson. It'd be a lot easier for me to go. <laughs> oh You'll only get like two minutes, and that would be hard. Oh my gosh! Well, it's great to be here. It is, and it's great to be here with Dr. Mike McFarland. He is a longtime. Uh, guest and talent on the One Life Radio uh, broadcast. He is a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas with a private practice in Dallas. Dr. Mike provides individual therapy to adolescents through adulthood. He specializes in the treatment of anxiety disorders, obsessive compulsive spectrum disorders, as well as male body image and eating disorders. You can find Dr. Mike McFarlane at McFarlane Psychology. Dot com. We're talking about finding joy during the holidays, okay? So, Dr. Mike, the holiday season can be a real mixed bag of ups and downs for so many of us. Why is it that we can find ourselves feeling unhappy during this time of year when we should be just absolutely filled with joy? Well, that's really a great question and kind of the crux of what we're talking about today. Uh, many of us during this time of year, you know, the holidays evoke a sense of nostalgia and happy times. Oh, yeah. And uh, we get all kinds of cues in our environment, whether that is, well, the weather could change, you know, so it starts getting cooler. Mm -hmm. We start to hear holiday music on the radio. We may see decorations going up, and actually it, that seems to get earlier and earlier every year. It's almost like we get decorations for about six months out of the year, so I don't know yeah. if that's really— Well, I think people are know. desperate for something happy and encouraging. Yes. encouraging. Um, because there's, you know, the holidays, uh, so, oh gosh, I, I remember as a kid, like just, oh, I just couldn't wait for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Were you that way too? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of how kids are because kids yeah. are less, generally speaking, less encumbered with the stresses that most people deal with. Now, yes, there are homes where things are very stressful and the holidays don't have quite the same uh, hopefulness and uh, magic that for many of us it does. Uh, but as children, you know, we we look so forward to, of course, the most <laughs> cliche things like getting wonderful gifts and the <laughs> Christmas tree and the lights and, you know, all the shows on TV and all the specials and uh, parties at school and things like that. Oh, and okay, and yeah. we create a lot of wonderful memories, especially as children or also as adults, creating that atmosphere for our children. Mm -hmm. And so then... When we hear these, the music, when we see these cues that kind of trigger our thinking, we're, we're hit with, 
mixed emotions. We're hit with different things. Like on the one hand, we have these great memories. On the other hand, juxtaposed with how we're feeling right now, it may not feel so great. It may Mm -hmm. feel like, well, what's wrong with me now? Yeah. Because right now I don't feel that. Right now I feel stressed. I'm hearing this great song that I used to love on the radio, rocking around the Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like rocking around a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know what I'm saying? That kind of, that frame of mind. And it creates a sense that, well, what am I doing wrong? What, what's off here? And actually you're not doing anything wrong. And those emotions are totally normal and Mm -hmm. totally valid. And you're having thoughts that many of us have. But the key to remember is that when we're having those nostalgic thoughts, you know, memory is a tricky thing and we tend to whitewash the negatives Mm -hmm. in the past. And so we'll remember a lot of the really great stuff but we may not remember the the stuff that made it more normal and more everyday Hmm. but in today's moment we're seeing the everyday it's like oh i've got traffic i've got errands to run i've got work to do all this stuff that sort of interferes with the what we associate with the magic and we think to ourselves you know gosh um have I, has that magic disappeared? Is there any hope for the future? Mm -hmm. You know, even thinking about what we talked about in the opening segment, it has the risk of bringing us down if we don't tap into hope and tap into what can we do to Mm -hmm. make things better. We've got to always believe that despite the the current challenges, and there are always current challenges, Mm -hmm. whether it was 30 years ago or 50 years ago or right now, there are challenges. And those are mixed with good times as well. But if we, if we just think that, oh, the past was all wonderful, and now this is what we're stuck with, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to feel like something's really wrong, and the holidays are going to not be ha- happy or joyous occasions for us. Hmm. A lot to think about. Marie, Jer, any comments? What are you guys thinking? I just think everybody's so just overwhelmed with just so much stuff going on that yeah it's hard to enjoy the holidays because you're rushed and mm-hmm. you can't really take that time and enjoy it like you should yeah Jer, any thoughts i mean you know i kind of think about when i was a kid at christmas you know the presents were nice and all of that but the decorations the food and the fact that everybody in my family could come over and get along for one day mm-hmm. <laughs> one day everybody got yeah, it was great everybody got along mm-hmm. it was wonderful yeah. Well, it's so funny. There's so many differences now than there used to be. So many traditions that have been lost. One of the ones that I think of, and this affects our environment, which is a really uh, popular issue, uh, especially with our youth, is, uh, you know, when I was a kid, when I, back in the day, <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, um, we had the same decorations every year. You know, and if one of them broke, it broke, but we would wrap them real careful in newspaper sure. and put them back in the little thing. You and know? it was a big deal to add a few new oh, de- decorations. Oh, and it was. It was a big deal. But we didn't say, oh, you know, and I, I'm guilty of this. You know, I think this year I'm going to do pink mm-hmm. or I'm going to do blue. Or I'm going to change do, it all out. And change and it all out. Like, what are, what, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Mm-hmm. It didn't make me any ha- Christmas any happier. In yeah. fact, it probably made it less happy. Right. Because I'm not getting out those, those memories, those traditions. I, and I may well up here. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. By the you way, know. kids, if you're wondering why she was wrapping her gifts in newspaper, it's because when we were kids, they hadn't invented wrapping paper yet. Right. Or Christmas yeah. trees. No, I know, right? You went out and that's right, right? Well, 
We did have wrapping paper. I well, no, we had no, we had wrapping paper. Now, Jerry, I wasn't born in 1925. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> As you dug for the coal yeah. to, to right. bring into the stove. Uh, you know, I love the coal, Father. <laughs> but we did have wrapping paper. We did. Uh, you know, I, I'm talking about the 70s, you yeah. know, when I was a kid. Sure. And, um, but we did the same thing. And I remember I would have, as a little kid, I would build stories in my head about the various decorations uh-huh. on the tree. And I couldn't wait to get the, I had certain favorite ornaments, you know, mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. various siblings had made. And I would just imagine things uh-huh. just stare and imagine and and you wouldn't ever consider getting rid of or swapping out no. decorations no you know? and like we had an angel that went on top of the tree and we had a nativity set that was so special that we set up under this desk that my mother had with the same white sheet every year and the same straw and the little baby jesus and the manger started out with no hay in it or, or straw and every time we would get around we would say the rosary and we would uh we would you know, report to my mother what our good deeds were for the day. And for every good deed we did, we got a piece of straw to lay in the manger. Okay. Oh, that's and wonderful. And it was very ceremonial. Mm-hmm. And then on, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. On Christmas Eve, it was a ceremony to place the baby Jesus in the manger. And the one that had that, that um, you know, contributed the most good deeds is the one that got the honor of doing it, which I have to say was pretty clever of my mother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, I often won. Maybe that's where I get my competitiveness from. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe you were just a really good kid. I'm a go-getter. And I was, oh, I'm a, I was a good kid. I was. I really was. Well, that's kind of like Santa, you know. What it, are you good or bad? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get coal mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. presents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and some people do deserve coal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and hold them accountable for their for their stuff, right? Um, but uh, I'm I, I, the clock, let me see. Let me see what time it is. Oh, yeah. You know what? You want to go to break? And then we'll come back and we'll uh, if you want talk some more. Sure. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Healthy for the holidays. Make this season a celebration of joy and health with Enviromedica. Save up to 30% when you buy four items or more. Mix or match your items. Boost immunity with products like Immunoflora or Pastured Beef Liver. Improve gut health with Terraflora Daily Care, Terraflora Advanced Care, or Terraflora Deep Immune. Or take the well-rounded approach with Enviromedica's Magnesium Lotion Good Night. Or magnetic clay bath for detoxing. Or pasteurized collagen cartilage. Make this season a celebration of joy and health. Healthy for the holidays at Enviromedica.com. That's Enviromedica.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back. Bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. 
right, you guys. So great to be here. Happy holidays, everyone. You are listening to One Life Radio. We're in studio here live at iHeartMedia Studios at the Tollway and Spring Valley. Spring Valley. (laughs) (laughs) But it's great to be here. We are with Dr. Mike McFarland. He's a licensed psychologist in the state of Texas with a private practice here in Dallas. Uh, And Dr. Mike provides individual therapy to adolescents, Through adulthood, he specializes in the treatment of anxiety disorders, obsessive-compulsive spectrum disorders, as well as male body image and eating disorders. You can find Dr. Mike at McFarlandPsychology.com, McFarlandPsychology.com. And I know this, if I was looking for a shrink, you'd be at the top of the list. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I've known this guy for years. He's just, he's got a heart of gold. He's just a, and he's very intelligent, just a... I can only imagine how happy your clients are when they finally find you. I hope so. (laughs) I just made them blush. I was about to say. (laughs) Well, let's talk about finding joy uh, during the holidays. And it can, you know, it can be just the smallest gesture, right, that uh, that you can give to somebody else to make their holiday joyful, you know. um, Absolutely. And we benefit from that. You know, it's like the paying it forward idea. Yeah, You just be kind to someone, say Uh happy holidays, um, and show that you are noticing them and that they matter, Uh and they feel great, and you feel great. And who knows what they'll do with that later in the day. So it creates a ripple effect. It does create a ripple effect. That positive energy, that love that comes from another person. I was uh, on my way uh, back from returning my car to Enterprise <laughs> yesterday mm-hmm. and, with, and, and switching out, bringing the dogs to my house and stuff. I went to True Food Kitchen to get a pizza because I hadn't eaten all day and I was starving oh and I gosh. wanted pizza. I just wanted a pizza, being the Italian New York girl that I am. And so I went to True Foods to get a pizza to go. And anyway, and I was waiting for it and I, and I had a glass of wine while I was waiting and took the salad to go. I planned on taking the pizza to go too. Mm-hmm. It didn't last. As I was sitting there, I was like, okay, just, I'll just have one little piece. Next thing you oh, know. Oh, so they cook I, it. Uh, yeah, it was so delicious. Okay. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. It was a, they, I don't was, know if it was like one where they make it up and you take it home and you bake it. No. The, okay. Uh, take, okay. Yeah, no. It was, so, it was so good, you guys. Oh, my gosh. And anyway, as I was leaving the restaurant, the point of the story is the chef and the GM, I think he's both. Uh, I think he's a little bit of both. I and I, I feel embarrassed that I don't know his name. I see him all the time, and he's just this really nice guy. But as I was leaving, he said, "Bye, Bernadette. Have a good night." And he said it kind of loud, which was fine. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, what's the name of the place again? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what's the name of the place? True Foods. Anyway, so uh, but he made my night. That's he made wonderful. me feel so mm-hmm. good that he knew my name and he sent me out. You know, Bruno uh, Lopez. Uh. I don't. What, what was the first name? Bruno. Bruno. He didn't look like a Bruno, <laughs> <laughs> but he could be a Bruno or a Lopez. I don't. He. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Carl Deathloff. No, I know Carl. It wasn't Carl. Mm-mm. No, but anyway, super nice guy. And, and but it, but it made me feel really good. Why is that, Doctor Mike? Well, because he showed that he noticed you and he values you. Yeah, and he recognized you, and he sent you off with, you know, positive feelings. And that's so important. But you're doing something else that's very important right now, and that is that I see in you, and I see this all the time, you find ways to be grateful. Yeah. And even as you were describing sitting there and eating the pizza, I was struck by the smallest of things 
can bring us joy. Yeah, they can. If we let them, and that's exactly what you're doing. So when you're telling us about, you know, how much you enjoyed the pizza and that whole experience, it shows to me that you don't just overlook the really positive things in your life on a day-to-day basis. And those little things are the ways that we can regularly infuse joy into our lives, mm-hmm. happiness, mm-hmm. moments of optimism, yeah. uh, because it's the little things. It's not the giant things that happen occasionally in life. It's those little daily things that can really boost us up. Being sent off from the uh, restaurant with the uh, owner manager saying something kind and yeah. knowing your name. I was kind you know? of shocked. I was like, oh, how sweet. That's so nice. You know, it made me feel so good. But you let that in. And, yeah. you know, um, with so many of my clients, it's very unfortunate, but I see this all the time. And we work on these things. They don't let those messages in. Really? Because maybe it's at odds with their current mood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't think that they're worthy, so they dismiss it. Right. And then there's even a, a smaller subset of people that feel so entitled that it means nothing. Mm-hmm. But ouch. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Well, you know, that it makes one, me think. Of, yeah, Scrooge, bah humbug, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Ugh, you know, right? That 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 awful attitude. But you let it in, and I and I, I love that you told that story because it's a it's very illustrative of. What we want to do, if we want to bring joy into our lives in the holiday season or even outside of the holiday season, Mm -hmm. we've got to be able to see those little gifts in our day and hold on to them, bring them in, value them for what they are, and you know, it, it changes our perspective yeah. on the world. Well, it, it, and I have to say, you know, I think uh, as I was listening to you just speak, I think one of the reasons that it, it was so profound for me, and I'll never forget it, that feeling that I had, mm-hmm. is because I had, you know, I told you before we were we even went on studio, when, when my, my poor brother, yes. when I was getting down on humanity, and mm-hmm. when I was around all this homelessness and devastation and animals everywhere, I was, you know, griping to my brother, what the hell is wrong with the world? Why are things like this? And, you know, my brother was probably happy, as I said, to see me go because normally I'm like, hey, Jerry, how you doing? I mm-hmm. love you. How's my big brother? You know, I miss happy. And I wasn't yesterday. And so when he said hello to me and set me off, it just I, it did. It made me just feel so grateful. That's wonderful. For that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and we can all learn a lesson from that to just be a little nicer. Take a little, you know, this world can be a better place. It really can. And I'm not trying to be Pollyanna here or I'm not running for Miss America. Right. You know? Right. Take three quarters right. of a second and acknowledge your fellow human beings yes. when you pass them in a hallway or That's on the right. street or so just and when somebody does that to you, just take the half a second to acknowledge it back. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of practice. You'll get into Yeah. It's good for everybody, I promise. It's so easy to be uh preoccupied with all the things that are going wrong out there, out there in the world, many of those things we can't change. And we, you know, we just have to recognize the limitations mm-hmm. of ourselves as individuals and then focus on what are the things that we can change? What can we do that's right in front of us right now mm-hmm. and affect improvements when we can and where we can and and hope and try you know if there's a way to shape some bigger things that are going on in the world great but most of us are not empowered Mm -hmm. or uh, positioned to do that and so uh, we find our own unique little ways to contribute Mm -hmm. to the world and then cherish it when someone gives gives us something back Mm -hmm. you know hang on to that value it and allow that to lift you up yeah we're primates. We're social creatures. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and you know that uh, that the, the other homeless guy, Sam, said that when the sun goes down, all these dogs come out, and they, he estimated right now there was about 25 of them in that area. Oh, wow. In Houston, and, um, you know, um, and we have the same problem here in Dallas, by the way, and people just need to do the right thing. We, we really, and that makes you, that brings you joy, too, when you do the right thing. You know, right? When you do sure. the right thing, when you, you make sure that your actions um, don't have bad reactions, something like, uh, and I'm, here's where I'm getting at, spaying and neutering, neutering your pet to bring down the animal population mm-hmm. so less animals suffer, uh, eat less meat or eat the meat uh, that has not come from a factory farm. You know, mm-hmm. um, because in the factory farming, there's a lot of just a lot of evilness and it's a trickle down from the top. That's what people don't understand, you know, that 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 bad behavior is can can is contagious too, just like good behavior is contagious. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm all on the animal thing today because mm-hmm. I'm I. It's a problem in this country, but it's connected to the people problem, too. It's connected yeah. to the us not being a, a, a community anymore like. You know, mm-hmm. we all go our way. We rush here and we rush there. And that's why we're not finding joy during the holidays to circle this back around. We have to stop and right. smell the we're roses. We're so <laughs> caught up in the the minutia. Yeah. And we don't take a pause just to just sort of breathe and be appreciative and value all the great things that we have in our lives. Yeah. And none of it makes you happy, by the way. You know, you the 30 cars or, you know, <laughs> or the 30 the stuff, do- the, the stuff, the stuff, yeah. you know, um, and you just, um, I don't know, stress. You just have to, I, for me, you know, with stress, I just you, you remember that expression in the, I guess it was in the late 70s or the 80s when people start saying, just let it go, man. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Right. You remember mm-hmm. that? But we really do have to let things go. We have to let it go. None That's of it so really true. matters. Right. And when you think you about know how hard it is not to sing right now? I know. Let it snow, <laughs> let it go, let it go. <laughs> not the song I had in mind, but yes. Oh, what I were you, 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 you going to say? Nothing really go ahead. matters. That song? No, let it go. Oh, let it go. From Frozen. Oh, that's another one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, we all had go. a different song go. in our head. Sing it. <laughs> go ahead and sing it, Jared. You're the, you're the one with the best voice here on the mics. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's go into break singing. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Just real quick. Marie was uh, giving me the laughy eyes over the monitor here. Just because uh, Dr. Mike Minutia. said... No, you oh. said a pause, take a pause, and oh. we were talking about puppies. Oh, oh. 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 she went in a totally different direction than I went with that. Okay, cool. Right. He said minutia. It's like we're so busy what focused on the minutia, and I heard meh, and the first thing that went through my head was manure. That's just... Oh, no, I just kept well, thinking. Too, he, said a pa- he said a pause. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. Go ahead, Jerry. Finish it. I hear it. I hear it. If you're happy and you know it, and you think you want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, clap your paws. (laughs) All right. We're crazy here today. (laughs) We're going to break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Dr. Mike McFarlane on One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at OneLifeRadio.com. The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. 
I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party house. I don't know the words. When I'm under pressure, I can't dance or sing or remember words, <laughs> unless it's something so like shut down. really elementary. <laughs> I have a little bit of an advantage because I was in the Mesquite Boys Choir, the Texas Boys Choir. I was in pretty much every pop show. I did a, a traveling oh. Christmas show. So you I, know all the lyrics. I, I I know all the lyrics just about every song that was written between 1955 and say 2001. I played uh, Mary, like Mary from Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that. One of Mary. my favorite expressions. <laughs> I played her in a play when I was five years old, and uh, that's the only that's the only entertaining I've ever done like that. Well, that's not even entertaining, but been like in a play or a choir. Or, yeah, I'm believe it or not, I'm really shy. <laughs> But didn't you have a callback for like when Harry met Sally or something like that? Or am I getting the story? Didn't you uh, like audition for that? Oh, one time I got a callback from uh, the movie Born on the Fourth of July. Oh, okay. As a speaking extra. And this was back in the day when we didn't have cell phones. And I was in my early 20s here. I just had arrived here in Dallas. And I went and I auditioned and they picked me. And so, um, but they left a message, and when if you didn't answer it, because it was at the pizza place, we were poor, we could only have one answering machine, not one at home, and at the pizza place with the first pizza patron, okay? Uh-huh. And so, when we, when we didn't open till four, and they had called that morning, and we didn't get it until the afternoon, like two o'clock, we would, one o'clock maybe, and um, they'd already moved on. Oh, gosh. So, I missed my mm-hmm. chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
That's funny you remember that. <laughs> well, I remember you mentioning something about it years, years ago. ago. Uh-huh. You, well, you've been on the air with us for years. Uh, everyone, you have the pleasure of listening to Dr. Mike McFarland. He's a licensed psychologist here in the state of Texas with a private practice here in Dallas. Dr. Mike provides individual therapy to adolescents through adulthood, and he specializes in the treatment of anxiety disorders, obsessive-compulsive spectrum disorders, as well as male body image and eating disorders. I feel like my, my New York accent is really strong today. Why is that? Maybe because I, I can't was, answer that because I was so worked <laughs> up yesterday. I don't know. But you can find Dr. Mike at McFarlandpsychology.com. That's McFarlandpsychology.com. I'm going to jump ahead here a little bit. Speaking of anxiety and you being an expert in it, what can we do to manage our anxiety during the holiday, Dr. Mike? Well, that's that's a great question and part of what we're trying to talk about here because anxiety can really steal our joy. And so the holidays is, they're kind of like a perfect storm that creates the opportunity to, to become anxious because we have these nostalgic feelings, we have great memories about the past, and we think to ourselves, oh, I've got to have the perfect holiday again this year. Mm-hmm. And so then we set very high benchmarks for ourselves to uh, to do great things with with respect to the holidays, whether that is buying the perfect gifts, uh, attending every party, calling all the people that we want to call, mm-hmm. sending out Christmas cards with the perfect photo, um, looking great for any party that we might attend. You know, all these things, cooking the best meals, um, all these things create a great sense of pressure and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, those things are not the most important things to make a holiday go well. Mm-hmm. The important things are, am I connecting with people in my life that matter? Yeah. Am I talking to the people that I love? Am I showing people around me on a daily basis that they are important, mm-hmm. that they deserve recognition? These are the things that really make a difference in how well the holidays go. That, when we talk about the holiday spirit, that's the holiday spirit, mm-hmm. not the to-do list with 50 things that we got to do and right. all the perfect gifts and the uh, flawless wrapping paper and all that stuff. You know, that's fine. That's great if you want to do that. But if it's causing you any stress, we need to rethink that. Yeah, We need to be doing different things that are bringing authentic happiness, mm-hmm. moments of joy, as opposed to the surface, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's the surface that gets us bogged down. It's the surface that causes that causes us to compare ourselves to others. Mm-hmm. Um, when we stay closer to the truths of the season, we're going to be focused on the things that are going to make us happy and allow us to share mm-hmm. joy and happiness mm-hmm. with other people. Yeah. The reason for the season, right? That's right. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily have a, a religious connotation, but spirituality, religion, whatever you want to call it, it's a, it's it's a it's a spirituality of goodness, of being a good being. Uh, it's part of this, one of those Christmas carols. I can't think of the words <laughs> right now. What you're you gonna have to be more specific. I know, Jerry. You're making me nervous because you're looking at me. But it's about it's just about being a good person, right? Mm-hmm. To your to it's your that fellow one time mankind. of year when you're reminded to do that. Yeah. Yes, and be other focused. And um, as you said, you know, not everyone is going to be religious, but there is a huge spiritual component to this. Yeah. And I would encourage people to uh, revisit and tap into their spiritual and religious traditions and reconnect with 
uh, what they view as the core purpose of the, the this holiday season. Yeah. And I think when you do that, then it puts everything else in perspective uh-huh. and it, it helps you to see the, the, the things that you might have thought were so important as less important. You know what I just thought of? I don't know. To me, it feels profound, but it could be my ego saying that. But uh, collective consciousness, that's the spirit of Christmas, right? Collective consciousness where everybody is doing and being and thinking goodness. Yes. Well, that's a very Jungian uh, 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 theory. Um and uh, and while while you know there's not a lot of evidence to support that, the idea is an important one, yeah. which is that we all share some common human uh, t- truths for sure and perspectives on things, and um, and so it's important to tap into our sense of humanity and reach out to others and care for other people. Yeah, and and you get it back. You do when you do without that. a doubt. So Jared? I just put in a phone call to True Food Kitchen. What over on Preston Center? <laughs> oh my God. And the gentleman I'm who you're referring you. <laughs> the, the gentleman who's you're referring to his name is Robert Luttrell. Is he on the line? He 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 is unfortunately not there okay. today. All right. But I told them the story about what happened, and uh, wanted to pass, told him just wanted to pass that back along to okay. them. Okay, that's so sweet. So and Robert Luttrell. The best, the, the, the best way to do that for them now is True Food Kitchen on Preston Center in Plaza, Preston folks. Center. I eat Wonderful all the guy. Time. Yeah, wonderful uh, Robert Latrell, you're an awesome dude. <laughs> and wonderful food. Uh, and and yeah. you spread joy, Robert. He does spread joy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and true foods, I love that place. <laughs> and I love my pizza. And darn was it good. And I ate the whole thing on the way home. I had two slices left. I'm like, I'm just doing it. <laughs> Why not? Good for you. Good for you. Two for the road. <laughs> you're so funny. I was wondering what you were doing over there. I, I'm like, uh-huh. what in the heck is he doing over there? He's talking during the show on the sidelines. I'm like, has he lost his mind? It was going to be <laughs> awesome. If we could get him on here and just have like a couple of minutes for banter, it was going to be fantastic. But... Oh, my gosh. And what a great way to manage stress. And just yes. and just go with the flow of life, right? That's what flow. we're doing right if now. You've, you know, if a dish doesn't come out perfect, you know, if a, a crust on a pie is a little bit browner than you wanted, yep. it doesn't matter no it doesn't it doesn't matter what matters is, is that you made the effort and it shows to other people that you care about them because you did make this effort uh-huh. um, it's all about showing people that they matter you know and if you can give that back to people that is that's a true gift that's the core of small. the joy yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not the what's in the box it's what you do for what's them. what's in the box well <laughs> marie wanted wanted to talk talk about question number four today uh that we have on our little cheat sheet here how do we cope oh we only have one minute okay how do we cope with the stress of trying to make the holidays perfect for everyone <laughs> dr mike you go. <laughs> so the best way to do this is be realistic you know uh we can't do everything we're only human it doesn't matter if we do everything we just do what we can don't go for perfection. Do the best we can and enjoy the time we have with others. And that's going to that's gonna reduce a huge amount of this stress. Yeah. Let go of the perfectionism. Care about the people that matter. Do the things that are most important. Come up with a to-do list and have some nice to-dos and mm-hmm. recognize what's... What would be nice versus, yeah, I really should do this. Yeah. And just do those things that you really have to do. Great advice. Great advice. Dr. Mike McFarland. You can find him at McFarlandPsychology.com. And drive nice, too, while you're at it. Let somebody in. It'll make you feel good. It'll make them feel good. I hear Don't drive like a jackass. Because <laughs> you get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Be nice, everyone. Woo!